Is that why you're studying a foreign language? Because you'd like to travel more? Many people study a foreign language for that reason. I will be going on vacation this weekend. That's right, but don't worry, this will not interrupt this episode of the More Than English podcast. But instead, I want to share with you some travel expressions, some useful travel, especially airport expressions, talking about my trip, our plans, the flight times, the flight schedule, going through the airport, the process, and some expressions that you can say to talk about your trip, and maybe some things to say and do at the airport as well. That's what we're going to talk about. We're going to go traveling in this episode, and it's episode number 44, and it's not just English, it's more than English. Let's go. Hey there, English speakers. Welcome to another very special episode of the More Than English podcast. I am your host and teacher, Jesse, helping you get to that next level in English and in life. And one thing that we all enjoy doing, well, many of us enjoy doing, is traveling, right? I'm sure many of you enjoy traveling. That's one of the main reasons that people study a foreign language, isn't it? Is that why you're studying a foreign language? Because you'd like to travel more? Many people study a foreign language for that reason. So, what's the most common way to travel? Well, I actually don't know that. I just asked that with, <laughs> I meant that to be rhetorical, but I'm sure there's an answer to that. But we're going to be traveling by airplane. And when you travel by airplane, there are some expressions you can use to talk about your trip and to actually use in the airport some vocabulary, some expressions, and some things to say to make your trip go a little bit more smoothly. So if this is your first time listening to the More Than English podcast, welcome. I hope you enjoy it. And in case you don't know, I'm Jesse from Sweet Academy. Like I said in the intro, it's nice to have you. Wherever you're listening to this, be sure you subscribe, like, comment would be fantastic to get a conversation going because English isn't just meant to to be in your head and that's all, right? It's it's made to interact, to communicate with others. So let's get conversation going in the chats and comments and talk with each other. Uplifting positive things always are encouraged. But let's get into this. I'm going to talk about my trip. We're actually leaving tomorrow at the time I'm recording this. And we are going to Valencia in Spain. It's on the east coast of Spain. It's on the beach. It's kind of a beach city on the east coast of Spain. We call it the east coast, right? On the coast, on the beach where the sea and the land touches. That's the coast. The east coast, the west coast. The east coast, the west coast. But it's on the west coast of Spain. If you don't know, 
I live in Sevilla or Seville. It's in southern Spain in Andalusia. This is my first time outside of Andalusia. Well, that's not true. I've been to Madrid, and which is the capital city, only for a day or two to uh, catch a flight. By the way, we say catch a flight. That's a good expression to learn, to catch a flight someplace, to get on an airplane, right? To catch a flight. But we are flying to Valencia, which the flight will only be about an hour and a half-ish, right? Hour and a half, two hours. It's a really short flight, which is a good thing, right? And we leave tomorrow. Our plane leaves at 6 a.m. in the morning. Our plane leaves. We use the verb leave, to leave, right? We can also use the verb take off, take off, to take off. So our plane leaves at 6 a.m. in the morning or our plane takes off at 6 a.m. in the morning. Again, our plane leaves at 6 a.m. in the morning. Well, 6 a.m. You don't have to say a.m. in the morning. Sorry, that was my mistake. I did that for clarification. A.m. means morning, right? So our plane leaves at 6 a.m., our plane takes off at 6 a.m., which means that's a good connector, right? That's a good connector. We're bringing language together. But our plane leaves at 6 a.m., which means we have to be at the airport at around 5 at the latest, right? Let me say that sentence again. We're going to start from the beginning. The plane leaves at 6 a.m. or 6 o'clock in the morning. And then a connector, which means to clarify something, right? Which means, so let's do that again. Start from the beginning. We're building language and practicing. Remember my episode on muscle memory? We repeat and build, repeat and build, repeat and build. That's how we do it in exercise. That's how we do it in sports. That's how we're doing it with language. From the beginning, the plane leaves at 6 a.m., which means we have to be at the airport by be at, be at, arrive at, right? We have to be at the airport by, we use the word by when there's like a deadline. We can get there before, but the deadline is the latest time, right? We use the, the preposition of time, by. So our plane leaves at 6 a.m., which means we have to be at the airport by 5 o'clock at the latest, at the latest. We're getting a lot of expressions here today. We're going to take this slowly. So if you like these sorts of expression lesson uh, episodes, this is a good one for you. The plane leaves at 6 a.m., which means we have to be at the airport by 5 o'clock at the latest. At the latest. At the latest means no later, right? So we've got the plane leaves or the plane takes off. We have which means a connector. And then we have the expression, well, the word by and the expression at the latest. 
Were any of those new to you? Maybe not new to know, but it's important to use them. That's why I encourage you to repeat these with me. Now let's take that expression, that sentence all together, and I'm going to say it a little more quickly and naturally one more time. The plane leaves at 6 a.m., which means we have to be at the airport by 5 at the latest. So we have to pack the night before, or we should pack to pack your suitcase. That's the verb we have. That's the verb we use to pack your suitcase, like in Home Alone. Go pack your suitcase. Pack my suitcase? You remember that? Home Alone, what a great Christmas movie. But, so we have to pack our suitcase the day before, right? We should anyway, pack our suitcase. We have to pack our bags. Pack our suitcase, pack our bags. That's what we say. We have to pack our bags the night before. That's a good idea anyway, isn't it? The reason we have, we only need to give ourselves an hour because it's a domestic flight, obviously. I told you we're in Spain now. So it's a domestic flight. It's not an international flight. So we don't have to go through customs. We don't have to go through customs. To go through customs. Customs is, is really the checkpoint in between when you enter into another country, right? You go through customs. You go through... And you have the list that you check. Do you have any diseases? No. Do you have any livestock? No. Do you have any weapons? No. Do you have any diseases? No. How long are you planning to stay? Two days, two weeks, whatever. That checklist, you know, that pain in the butt checklist. But that's going through customs, right? You have to wait in the long line, have them take your picture, check your passport, all of that. That's going through customs. To go through. To go through customs. That's how we use that expression. Go through customs. We don't have to go through customs to go to Valencia because we're in the same country. So we just have to go get on the airplane and go and get off of the airplane. That's all. And I don't even think we're going to be checking in our luggage. To check in. Your bag check in. When you check in your luggage, that's check in. Two words there. A phrasal verb. Check in. But the way we say it, check in. We kind of move that K, that K, over to the beginning of the in. Kin. Kin. So it's kind of pronounced check-in. Check-in. But we don't have to check in our bags. I think we're just carrying them on the plane. We're just bringing a carry-on. A carry-on. A carry-on bag is a small bag that you can literally carry onto the airplane. That's why it's called a carry-on. Carry-on luggage, a carry-on bag. These are common things you're going to hear in the airport. Do you have any carry-ons? Do you have to check in your luggage? Do you have a suitcase? These are common things you're going to hear when you go to an airport, right? When you travel, when you travel. Let's take a look at the word travel and trip. Which one do we use? 
I've been using the word trip. We're going on a trip. But I also said when you travel. This is a common confusion for many students that learn English. What's the difference between travel and trip? Simply put, travel is a verb. Trip is a noun when you're talking about traveling. You can also have trip a verb, but that's when you're walking and you catch your foot on something and you fall down or stumble. That's not what we're talking about. Trip, in this case, trip is a noun. Travel is the verb. So let's use it in a sentence. You go on a trip. You go on a trip. You go on a trip. Or you travel. You travel. Where are you traveling to? How many trips have you gone on? How many times have you traveled abroad? This is travel and trip, right? If you're using it as a noun, say trip. If you're using it as a verb, use travel. That's a basic, most simple way to put it. But these are some expressions that I've thought about as I wanted to tell you and go over our plans, our, uh, well, our airport experience, our expected airport experience, right? Hopefully there are no complications and no problems. We don't even need our passport, so that's a beautiful thing. We've already booked our hotel. You probably know this, to book a hotel, to make a reservation at a hotel. We've already booked our hotel on booking.com. We found a place. It looks nice. We have some transportation to take us from the airport directly to the hotel. That's a nice service that they offer, right? They send transportation to take you, to take you, we say that, to take you from the airport to the hotel. And then we can check in. Again, we have check-in, check-in at the hotel. We check-in at the hotel, right? We check-in at the hotel. And then after that in Valencia, I think we're going to be visit. Well, not I think. We're definitely going to be visiting an aquarium and a series of museums that are in Valencia, that is supposed to be really nice. That's one of the main reasons we chose Valencia. So I will keep you updated and let you know what those are like, how they are, right? And by the way, if you have a, an experience of visiting Valencia, I'd love to hear it. Share your experiences. Give any tips. We're going to be eating paella. Apparently, it all started there. That's the home of paella, which is... I'm looking forward to trying that. Of course, Sevilla has fantastic food, delicious food, wonderful food, wonderful paella. But I'm going to see if I can tell a difference between Valencia paella and Sevilla paella. But we're going to go there. We're not going to go on the beach. If we are, we'll walk for a little while on the beach. But since it's still winter and it'll be pretty cold, we don't have any plans to spend too much time at the beach. But we just need a couple days as a little as a little getaway trip. As a little getaway trip. 
get away, a get away. This is a compound noun. You could also call it a phrasal verb, but a getaway trip, get away. We combine the sounds, getaway, getaway, a getaway trip, right? A getaway trip. We're just getting, taking a few days, going away, getting away from our normal routine, our normal rhythm, getaway, just the family, just the kids, the wife, get away from our job, our life. Well, I'm always working, so you'll be with me. And, but get away from our normal routine and sort of clear our minds a little bit, right? Recharge our batteries, we can say. Recharge our batteries, meaning get our energy back up, right? That's what we're going to be doing. Recharging our batteries. You can say that when you need just to refresh and get re-energized. You have to recharge your batteries to recharge your batteries. And that's what we're going to do. Hopefully next week I will let you know how our trip went, what we did, and of course some expressions that you can use as you talk about your vacation or holiday that you've gone on. So that's what I'd like to hear. I'd like to hear of any vacations or any airport stories that you have. Any times in the airport that you needed English that you didn't have it. Or any times in the airport that English really helped you. Let me know any stories. I love a good story. But that's it for me. My time with you is over. Thank you for listening. It's always a pleasure. I enjoy being able to share my life and share it with you. You're always there. You're always there to listen, and uh, I thank you for it. If you're new here again, be sure to visit me at youtube.com slash sweetacademy, and I have plenty of expressions, idioms. I even turn these episodes of the More Than English podcast into a listening quiz. So I have true-false questions on there that for past episodes you can listen to. I cut out a little piece of the podcast and add some true-false questions or some comprehension questions, and then you can test your listening to see if you are understanding me the way you think you are. That's really fun. It's really fun. Students love that. And I've been doing a lot of work on my Instagram, instagram.com slash sweetacademy. I haven't been doing much work on my Twitter, but in case you're interested, that's at Sweet Academy as well. Um, be a, become a member. If you'd like free lessons, I'm really starting to offer free lessons now. If you're interested in helping me out and getting free lessons, uh, then become a member or just contact me. Maybe we can figure something out. But the catch is, by the way, membership starts at just 10 euro, well, 12 euros a month, which you can get 12 euros a month, a few free lessons in that included, and all of my mini courses that are on the Ensuite Academy, those are all included. So do your examples, then come in our one-on-one lessons, check your examples and get feedback, get real practice, conversation practice. The catch is 
these lessons will be recorded and I'll put them up on my YouTube channel, which is a good thing for you too because it's a good way to track your progress, right? I always say a good way to practice speaking is to record yourself and then listen to it. This is a perfect opportunity. But check that out. Membership, participating membership. Anyway, that's it for me. Do something good for somebody today so they can do something good for somebody else. That is paying it forward and just reminding you, if nothing else, keep moving forward. It's the only way to go. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time.